Welcome to Imodoka Podcast, your go-to podcast for all things automotive in the heart of Africa. I am your host, Sandra, and together with our partners at Akajira Motors, we are here to navigate the exciting world of cars right here in Rwanda. Whether you're a first-time buyer, a family on the move, or an enthusiast looking to hit the road in style, we've got you covered. In each episode, we will rev up your automotive knowledge with expert insights. So fasten your seatbelts. Grab the steering wheel and let's roll in the world of cars, journeys, and adventures. Welcome to the Imodoka podcast, and I am your host, Sandra. In today's episode, we're going to be covering choosing the right insurance for your car, uh, protecting your investment uh, through insurance, and we will be diving deeper with our amazing guest. He's going actually to introduce himself and we have Rupak again. But then before we dive into the content, I want to remind you that we've covered a, a lot of episodes before this and I want to encourage you to go back and listen to them. They have like amazing insights. We talked about navigating the car market. We talked about um, choosing the right car for your lifestyle. We talked about the cost of car ownership and we talked about maintaining your car for optimal performances. And now we dive into choosing the right insurance for your car. So, uh, good morning, people in our studios. I uh, want to ask you to introduce yourselves to the people listening and then we can dive deeper from that. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rupak Karaja, the Sales and Marketing Director here at Akagera Motors. And we have our insurance partners joining us today as well. I'll let them introduce themselves. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're listening in from. My name is Benson Kamau. I'm the General Manager at Mayfair Insurance Rwanda. We're glad to be here. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us today. And uh, well, I want to dive into the first question. Or maybe Rupa will help me first here, and then you can dive deeper. So I want to know what are different types of car insurance policies available in Rwanda and how do they differ in coverage? Well, from, from what I think I know, of course, that's why we got Benson here to correct me wherever I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm familiar with two uh, type of uh, insurance coverages for vehicles. It's third party and comprehensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, comprehensive is essentially the best coverage to have. It, mm-hmm. gives, you, it gives you coverage, uh, the passengers in the car, along with the vehicle itself, and the person that you get into an accident with as well. Um, and third party is only covering the person you get into an accident with, not yourself. Um, but I think uh, ben, Benson, I don't know. Am I wrong there? Am I right? <laughs> I'll let Benson go further into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so. I always recommend taking comprehensive insurance when yeah. people buy a car because a oh, brand new car, you know, full coverage is super key. But I'll let Benson go further into that. All right. So, Pak, you're, you're, you're very right. Um, when you go to insurance there are three types of insurances there is third-party insurance what you've just mentioned Um, when it comes to insurance uh, an insurance contract the first party is the insurance company the second party is the client or the insured themselves the third party is any other person who comes into contact with your car and is not party to that contract that's why it's called a third-party insurance where the property or people so there is third party insurance and you're right uh, when you say yeah uh, that's that's the most common one because it's mandatory in many jurisdictions uh, in the world uh, rwanda being one of them you're required to have that party insurance before you go onto the road or before your car 
goes onto the road. So it's like the minimum insurance required to be able to drive? Correct, correct. You're very right. That's a minimum uh, requirement uh, insurance wise as per the local laws and regulations. So there is also third party, an extension or an upgrade of third party insurance, which is third party uh, fire and theft. Um, this one covers theft of the vehicle or if the vehicle is damaged by fire. Um, this is not popular, it's not uh, commonly sold. Um, Rwanda's too in safe. Rwanda. <laughs> <laughs> or for anyone to, to steal the car, right? <laughs> um, yes, yes. And if there are theft incidences, they are always recovered. Yeah. Um, I've been in this market for more than five, six years now. I've, I've not encountered uh, any theft claim that, or, or any theft of a motor vehicle that went um, not recovered. Recovery? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'd say uh, that's why you never hear of it um, commonly here in the market. Yeah. That party fire and theft, but it is a cover that is there in the market, depending on what the customer wants. The third type is an upgrade of the third party fire and theft. So that is what you call a comprehensive. You cover the vehicle itself, the asset itself, um, against damage. So it's third party fire theft and own damage or material damage to the car. Right. So that is what is covered under comprehensive insurance. Right. Yeah. So uh, for third party and comprehensive, if you have like a, a five-seater car and you have five people inside, everybody is covered even under third party inside the vehicle or no? No. Then, like, so I, I, I'm just asking because yeah. when you get an insurance certificate, you always have the, the license to carry passengers, mm -hmm. whether it's five or seven. Yeah. And I know sometimes you can even tell them like I have five seats but I only want to insure like two people what does that mean um, so uh, normally what happens is um, when when you have third-party insurance um, anybody who is in your household your family members are not third parties to you the insured so that is why you need to have um, the extension uh, you're talking about and it 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 works two ways there can be a personal vehicle that means your own used vehicle and there's um, a vehicle you use for business mm -hmm. so your employees are not third parties oh, okay. because they're expected to be using the cars mm -hmm. often so they are not third parties to you mm -hmm. they're taken as part and parcel um, I'll give a case in point if you have an accident and your wife is injured in the vehicle they cannot sue you as a third party Mm. It's similarly like suing yourself. Yeah. So you need to have a, a personal, what we call a personal accident cover okay. for your members. Yeah. That applies to businesses as well? That applies to businesses as well. Um, and and you, you, you normally see in trucks, or trucks, it's written at the door, yeah. it's not allowed to carry any unauthorized Person. passengers. Oh, right. okay. Because when they are unauthorized uh, and there is a claim, mm -hmm. uh, then they become third parties. Mm -hmm. So the owners of the businesses are, avoid that kind of scenario where they'll be sued. Right. Yeah. And so what you said the most popular is third party insurance, right? Third party insurance uh, okay. is the most popular. Um, reason being, um, it, it's a minimum one. Yeah. So everybody, if you own a car, you have, you have to have it. Yeah. Um, secondly, the cost implications. 
uh, mm -hmm. third party being a lesser coverage of okay. um, mm -hmm. you, you, the cost is lower than the comprehensive because other covers are not there, uh, material damage, fire, theft and, and the like. Uh, third, um, we have a lot of cars in the market, not all of them are necessarily brand new. So the market practice here is that any vehicle that is above 15 years is not eligible to be covered under comprehensive insurance. Really? I didn't know that. Yes. So if a car is older than 15 years, you cannot get comprehensive you, you, insurance? You, you cannot get comprehensive insurance. So, and, and because of where we are at and, and the the vehicles that are mostly on the road, you find that most of the vehicles, even though maybe the owners would want to get comprehensive insurance, they are not eligible to get it. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Because manufacturers, they stop producing spare parts for cars. So if, if I'm a manufacturer and I'm producing, you know, let's say a vehicle, let's call it vehicle A. And I have different generations of that vehicle A, mm -hmm. but I only have to manufacture the spare parts officially, like through uh, official genuine spare parts after for, for 10 years. After 10 years, the factory can stop producing the spare parts of that vehicle. So that's, it's also a good protection for the insurance company as well. Um, of course, you can still get spare parts and third part, third part uh, you know, the aftermarket industry under different brands. Uh, that's very interesting. Uh, so that's what happens uh, <laughs> in so, our market, so yes. What, what, what kind of insurance does a car get when it's 15 years old? Um, Third-party insurance. Third party. They get third-party insurance. Oh. So they don't get fire and theft. Yes. Third-party fire and theft. Mm -hmm. And they don't get comprehensive insurance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. So can you explain the process of making a car insurance claim in Rwanda and what car owners should expect during the process? So claims... Uh, are two, there can be two different types of claims. Yes. There is a third party claim. So uh, I'll discuss about comprehensive and third party claims. So it, those are the two most commonly uh, found products and those are the most common type of claims. So when it comes to third party uh, uh, claims, there are two types of third party claims. There is third party property and there is third-party bodily injury. Okay. So third-party bodily injury is a vehicle hits people, uh, can be fatal, can be death, mm -hmm. can be people who are permanently disabled. Uh, then there is also a third-party property damage. You hit another person's vehicle, you hit another person's gate, you hit another person. Generally any kind of property that belongs to a third-party. Yeah. So the process, again, um, is sort of divided into two. Mm -hmm. um, when we have a comprehensive um, type of a claim, there are two kinds of comprehensive uh, types of a claim. Mm -hmm. There's what we call self-involving. You are on your own. You are reversing in your, in your, in your uh, parking spot. Then you hit your gate. So the windscreen goes down. You know the side mirrors or so that is uh, what we call self-involving that does not involve um, a third party um, you're driving along a road you veer off maybe something distracted you you're all alone so that's one type of a uh, of a claim then there is a, 
a claim that involves a third party. So the simplest one is the one that is self-involving. There are no parties to be protein. Uh, um, you're not required to call the police to come adjudicate who was on the wrong, who was, you know, and and you will not need a police report. So normally what that happens, you come to our offices or the insurer's offices, you lodge a claim, you say these are the circumstances of the claim, uh, you're given a, what we call a claim form, captures all the specifics of the accident, um, then the insurer checks were you insured, were you not, uh, is it within the terms of the contract. Um, so that is generally for comprehensive insurance where it's self-involving. Then there is the other aspect of comprehensive insurance where there is a third party involved. When that happens, you are not um, supposed to accept liability, even if you think you are on the wrong at the road. If an accident happens, it is your duty, and it's normally in the contracts, you have to engage the police. Uh, in Rwanda, there is a toll-free number, um, 113. Mm -hmm. You call the number and you inform the police of where you are and what has happened, and you wait for them at the spot of the accident to come collect them. There is what they mark on the road mm -hmm. to tell whether who was right, who was wrong, was someone drunk? Was are they licensed? Do they have insurance? Basically, are they allowed to be on the road? Mm -hmm. So, with that, um, a third-party claim, you come to the office. It's the same same process. You report a claim. The other third party, if it involved another vehicle, they report to the insurance company. Uh, we give them what we call a, a declaration. They go back to the police station. They they get or by the police report. The police report has all the details uh, that were around the accident. Mm -hmm. Who was on the wrong? The, the, the same same things. Uh, were they insured? Mm -hmm. Were they licensed to be on the road? And based on that, you, you get to make a decision as an insurer. Are you the one, is your customer the one to be compensated? Mm -hmm. Or is it the other party um, you're supposed to compensate. Mm -hmm. So normally what happens if there are two customers, maybe uh, park you had an accident with someone, you come to offices, you report there was this claim, uh, then you come back with a report, a police report indicating you are not on the wrong. What we normally do, if it was a comprehensively insured vehicle, we will repair your vehicle and we will recover mm -hmm. those uh, the monies from the other person's insurance. Mm -hmm. If, um, suppose, um, that you're, you're both insured uh, in our insurance company, we fair, mm -hmm. so we, we get to repair your vehicle and repair theirs as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It becomes easier. Yeah, it becomes easier okay. to. to, to uh, so, to how start. much does it cost for someone to uh, file a claim? Absolutely nothing is free. Um, oh. It's a service. Um, to report a claim is free. Uh, the only, there is a charge you might incur when you go to the police to get to obtain the police report. I believe it's um, 10,000 francs or less. So there's no like deductible or any claim ah. fee or anything like that? Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm, coming, I'm, I'm yeah. coming to that. I'm coming to that. So, so there, is, there is the element of, uh, and I can say Rupak, you're well aware of uh, how insurance works. 
So when when it comes to third party insurance, there are no deductibles. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to comprehensive insurance, where we're repairing your car, there are deductibles. And they depend on the type of a vehicle mm -hmm. and the use of the vehicle. So it, it varies. It can be 2.5% of the value of the vehicle. So there is that... Um, and, and the word um, excess and deductible are used interchangeably. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So, so uh, when you go the technical way, a deductible is one you accept as insurer. Mm -hmm. Maybe we, we, we tell you, we'll, we'll charge you a, deduct, uh, a deductible of, or you propose a deductible of 5% so that we reduce your premiums. And an excess is the one that is mandatory. So, but they are used interchangeably and uh, no, not 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 many of the customers delve too much into it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, normally this uh, excess or deductible is only paid on your personal car if you're claiming damage against it, right? Not uh, someone else's car if you have comprehensive. For example, if mm -hmm. I have my car okay. and I get into an accident mm -hmm. with somebody else, mm -hmm. their car is covered through my insurance if I have comprehensive insurance. If you're the wrong, on the wrong. Yeah, mm -hmm. if I'm on the wrong. And then my car mm -hmm. is also covered, mm -hmm. but I have to pay the deductible in order to get my car fixed. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And, yeah. and you, okay, you mentioned the rates. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, because I know in the US it's quite similar. You get into an accident and then, uh, you know, the first thing you do is how much is it going to, is it a small fender bender? Is it something that's going to be cheaper than the deductible? Then you just pay out of pocket. Don't go through the insurance. Don't go through the insurance. And so also, do you guys increase premium rates based off of driving habits? So for example, like mm -hmm. I have AAA in the US. Mm -hmm. So I know you can get like good student driver. You can get like a... Uh, you know, 10 year experienced driver, or like if you have no speeding tickets, then you get like a lower rate, or no accident history, you get even a lower rate. So, I don't know here, like if you keep claiming a deductible, right, and the insurance companies keep paying out to get your car fixed because you keep getting into an accident, do you guys increase the rates? Because, like, for example, I know there's a point system in the US, like you get into an accident, you can, if you hit any government property, then you can get a point on your license, and essentially that increases your insurance premium because you're more risk to insure so do you is that does that exist here or not yet um not yet it's something in the works it's something but, you um, want to do right yes <laughs> but 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 we are not we are not we are not yet there um i'm sure pretty soon there will be what you're calling um those the benefits are no claim discounts yeah. you, you get no we normally call them ncds no claim discounts such that if you're a good driver you have you know good track record when it comes to insurance you get a fair rate and the reverse is true as well okay. if you're used to claiming a lot or having a lot of accidents and so on and so forth there are two ways uh, this can go either uh, you can be blacklisted mm -hmm. uh, not insurable you should be blacklisted if you, you shouldn't yeah. be on the road i don't think anyone else wants them on the road <laughs> depending on the on, on the on the particular organization <laughs> or alternatively the, their premiums get increased uh, because of the exposure so in rwanda we, we normally insure at the moment we insure the vehicles not the drivers so it depends market to market there are two ways of setting up your insurance you can insure the driver depending on age 
you know you you'd expect a, a new or younger driver has more aggression and, yeah. and so on and so forth uh, a family person uh, you might find they are a bit cautious and whatnot because they are carrying their family members yeah. so there are all, all all these factors in other markets this exists mm-hmm. where insurance is done on um, insuring the person the driver themselves mm-hmm. and their driving habits um, but currently in Rwanda we are insuring or, or using the underwriting factors based on the vehicle yeah. itself that's a wrap for today's episode of Imodoka Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed our drive through the fascinating world of cars and found our insights valuable. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to subscribe, write, and review our podcast. Your feedback heals our engine. Join us next time as we explore more exciting topics in automotive realm. Until then, stay safe, keep your wheels turning, and embrace the road ahead with confidence.